want to be a doctor, but you don't know where to start. Perhaps dentistry slipped your mind because of lack of resources. You dropped out of nursing school because you failed pharmacology. You don't come from the right family, so now you can't pursue pharmacy. You want to become a physician assistant, but you're unaware of their role in healthcare. You don't know a single black optometrist, and now you're afraid to be the first. Welcome to Melanin in Healthcare, the best uplifting healthcare podcast targeted towards healthcare students and aspiring healthcare students, bringing you the necessary education, representation, and inspiration to encourage you to pursue your dreams in healthcare. Today, we have a special guest, and she is going to talk about her journey as a nurse practitioner. Welcome to the show, Dr. Whitney Brown. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me, Ivy. I appreciate the offer. (laughs) Thank you for joining. So tell us who you are and your profession. So I am a family nurse practitioner, uh, as well as a clinical instructor for a um, well-known university uh, at the Awesome. I have been doing this. you had the option would you work in a different setting such as nursing home or doctor's office and which one so i've actually worked in all three and i would say that uh, my favorite would have to be the hospital i enjoy seeing different patients uh, a variety of people who come and go and they're not always the same people but i definitely love working in the clinic as well um having those constant relationships with those people are great also and just being able to see how they progress and how things change uh, because of the treatment they've received. Right. So tell us, what was your journey like to nursing school? Did you start off as a CNA, LPN, RN? So when I was in high school, I began as a CNA. Uh, That was really exciting for me at the time because um, I knew I liked working with people, but I wasn't really sure that nursing was for me initially. Uh, My mom was a nurse, so ultimately I tried to go in the absolute opposite direction. But (laughs) um, And she teases me about that. But uh, I started off as a CNA and decided after I had this one pediatric patient that really made a great impact on me, um, I decided that nursing was for me and um, I followed the path. That's great, that's great. What does a typical day look like for you now? Um, Well, currently, uh, my typical day can vary, uh, whether it's clinical or whether it is um, instructing in the classroom. But for the most part, I may get up and around at the hospital and see anywhere from 20 to 32 patients a day. Uh, and that's in a acute care setting. I would round on a psychiatric unit as well as a long-term care facility and um, sometimes in the ICU. And so if I'm in a clinical setting with my students, then we are at the hospital also rounding and helping patients, doing bed baths and passing medications and any type of procedures that um, we can get our hands on at that time. So with COVID-19, are you still able to do clinical setting with your students? 
Actually, yes. Um, there was some concern that we may not be able to do that in the beginning, but yes, we've been able to go into the uh, hospital and work side by side with the nurses because most of the COVID patients have been sectioned off into a COVID unit. So we've been able to participate and pass medications and things of that nature, but they always have to be tested and they have to do a health check each morning before they come into the clinical setting to make sure that they are not symptomatic. Right. Tell us your craziest experience as a nurse. I have so many. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to start. Um, so I think one of my craziest experiences as a nurse would have to be <laughs> um, a patient decided that they were going to be rebellious and they did not like the care that they were receiving. And so they de- decided to retaliate. Uh, by writing their name in fecal matter on the wall. So they were not very pleased at the time and and we were not very pleased to have to deal with the cleanup either. So So that was definitely probably the worst time um, or craziest time that I can recall off the top of my head. Wow. Tell us your favorite memory of being a nurse practitioner. Ooh, my favorite memory. Um, I think that would have to be when um, we had a patient who had been there for quite some time, but this patient was not completely sure what was going on. They had an acute spell of some facial movements that were uncontrolled that ultimately turned out to be a, a symptom of something more major. And so we were able to treat and figure out what was going on there. Um, But ultimately that patient stayed with us for quite some time and we really built a good relationship. And and I'm in fact, I'm in contact with her family now. Wow, that's great. What challenges have you faced as a nurse practitioner? Oh, so many. I don't know where to start there yet either. I think initially coming out of nurse practitioner school, coming on as the role of the nurse practitioner. So going from the nurse on the unit uh, to being the provider, giving the orders or writing the orders as it pertains to the patient. And I guess struggling with the resistance that was met because these are the same people that you work with on a unit. So sometimes there is resistance there and just learning all of the information that you have to apply in your patient setting. So being fearful that, you know, you always have that concern. What if I do something wrong? What if I mess up? But knowing um, ultimately that I had been trained and educated and that I was certified to do the actual job. So the stress of that was a little overwhelming. (laughs) Right. Tell us, for those who don't know and have confusion, what exactly is the difference between a nurse practitioner and a primary health care provider, such as a physician? Okay, so uh, I think a lot of times there's a misconception about what a nurse practitioner can do um, versus an MD. So an MD is a medical doctor and a nurse practitioner, um, like like myself, um, can also be a doctor of nursing practice. These are two completely separate disciplines. So um, it's the peak of that particular area. So as a nurse practitioner, I'm able to assess Uh, treat, prescribe, diagnose. These are all things that an MD can do as well, but they are two different disciplines. Also, the training time is very different uh, for the two. 
but ultimately they work together and they're on the same team and they are both healthcare providers or primary care healthcare providers. Um, but a nurse practitioner um, just has a, a different scope of practice and it depends on what state you're in as to what you'll be able to do. Okay. In your state, are nurse practitioners allowed to open their own practice? In fact, they are. They're absolutely allowed to open their own practice. Um, but in the state that I'm in, you'll also have to have a collaborator. So that means a physician would be on team on the team with you to uh, verify and supervise and kind of be uh, your roadmap to if you have any questions or if you have any concerns, how you can bounce that information back and forth to that physician. And they would give you that feedback. Okay. For those who may be in high school or even in college, explain what is the process to becoming a nurse? That is an excellent question. So when someone is in high school or in college and they're considering at nursing as an option, my best advice to you is to try to do some volunteer work because uh, the process to becoming a nurse is vast. So there are several types of uh, nursing that you can do. You can become an LPN, you can become an RN, you can become an MSN. So there are so many different types of things you can do, but ultimately you will have to complete high school and then you would have to go to college, whether that be a two-year or a trade school. Um, if you're trying to do uh, and get an LPN license, then you'd have to start out typically at a junior college. Uh, you can get that uh, degree in pretty much any state um, as well as an RN. Now there's a two-year RN degree that you can get or a four-year RN degree that you can get and ultimately at the end of the day the BSN is the four-year and the um, excuse me the BSN is the four-year and then you can also get your two-year degree. The difference between the two is just the the theory so a lot of hospitals will not allow you to work in an administrative capacity without a four-year degree and that's pretty much the difference between the two but at the end of the day you will take the same test like the NCLEX. Right. Have you ever experienced racism as a nurse? Tell us about Unfortunately, it. yes, I have. I've been, I've experienced racism as a nurse many times before. And even as a nurse practitioner, um, I've been asked to not <laughs> treat the patient because of the color of my skin. I've, I've been asked if I was um, housekeeping. I've been asked to, um, leave the room because the doctor was coming in soon not the patient not mm. recognizing that I was actually there to treat them or provide them with care and so I've also been uh, questioned in depth as to how do I know what I'm doing uh, because of the color of my skin uh, and it wasn't an assumption the patient actually uh, made those statements. So uh, microaggression is is uh, something I've definitely dealt with as well as just outright direct racism. So unfortunately it does exist and uh, you know I, I just know that ultimately it's not my issue. It's not something that I've done. This person had an issue with me and I've just met them in you know the first 10 seconds or so. So it was something going on with that person right. prior to me entering the room. Mm, that's a good way to look at it. So what is one assumption that people have about nurse practitioners that just aren't true? 
Can you hear me? Practitioners work for the physician as opposed to nurse practitioners working with the physician. Um, A lot of people are under the impression that nurse practitioners cannot work independently or that they don't have a full scope of practice. And in many states, they do. Uh, And as it pertains to nurse practitioners working side by side with the physician, we are all a part of the healthcare team and we have to work with each other. So in my particular uh, area on my day to day, my job, we work together. It's just a common knowledge. Uh, We collaborate and and check in with each other and ask each other's medical and professional opinions. So um, I think a lot of times people think if they don't care for whatever decision you've made, that they can tell the provide the physician that they have an issue with you, but they don't recognize that the physician works for a completely different uh, company majority of the time and that the nurse practitioner works for a completely different company, but we're all working together to create the best healthcare plan possible. Right. What advice can you give students who want to become a nurse, but they have no clue where to start? I think the best advice is to ask them what makes them think that they want to. Um, And I want them to reach out to someone in their community and ask questions, ask someone who's already working in that area, because a lot of times um, we, we don't really have a full picture of what we think healthcare is about. We really go off what we see. It shows like Grey's Anatomy and The Good Doctor and things of that nature but truly understanding what nursing is all about uh, it's a great thing to talk to someone who's already in it for one and then volunteer as much as possible any opportunity you have to volunteer whether it be at a nursing home or um, an adult daycare maybe a group home something that's going to allow you to get a better picture and And then also um, doing some community service as it pertains to a candy striper at a hospital. That would also be a helpful hint so that you can get some insight to what kind of goes on, but from a distant perspective. If you could do it all over again, what would you change about your path? Say that one more time. If I could do it all over again, what was that? If you could do it all over again, what would you change about your path? I don't think I would change a thing. I think that choosing the path that I did um, really gave me some insight. Uh, I went through my BSN program and it was really a reality check. And Mm -hmm. I think that made me a better person in general. Um, And then actually experiencing what it was like to care for people who you may be the last person that they see before they leave this earth or holding the hand of someone who is being given horrible news about their diagnosis. Um, These are all really intense moments that you'll share with patients. Um, So I think that going through it the way that I did really gave me some insight and gave me the opportunity to, to value life so much more and then going to get my master's later I think that gave me the opportunity to grow in the role of a nurse the RN and then after I decided to go back to school for my doctorate 
I just think it gave me a new perspective and thought how I process things. So looking back on it, I wouldn't change a thing. I, I, I'm really grateful for the opportunities that I've had. On a scale of one to 10, how hard was getting your master's degree? Oh, I would have to say 7.5. I think it was more so self-discipline than anything. The educational part was, it made sense. So for me, it wasn't as in the educational department. But staying disciplined, making sure everything was turned in and and uh, juggling that that with my actual job. And I think at the time I had three jobs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had three nursing jobs and I was in uh, nurse practitioner school. So um, there were times where I was stressed to the max. So some days there was a 10, but the majority of time, I think if I gave it an average number, it'd be like a 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Were they all full-time three jobs? I had one full-time job and two PRN jobs. Ooh, okay, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see yourself in five to seven years? I think um, in the next five to seven years, I still, still see myself teaching in some capacity. And then also I see myself owning my own practice. Uh, I want to be able to give back. I'm currently uh, pr- uh, approaching the completion of another certification right now, getting my psychiatric mental health um, certification. And so I really want to make sure that I'm able to give back to my community and people who look like me and understand what I'm going through. And so that I can understand what they go through when they talk to me and have some compassion that maybe they haven't been shown shown um, as easily in the past. So I want to provide that uh, on the mental health standpoint, and then also on the physical health standpoint, uh, providing that family practice. That's good. How do you think the world of nursing will change within a few years? Ooh, I often tell my students that the only constant in nursing is change. So I think that there are so many different components to consider in that as it pertains to the opioid crisis, as it pertains to COVID-19 and the flu and heart disease and cardiovascular health Um Overall, I think that there are so many different components to say, but I believe nursing, ultimately, we're going to see an increase for, uh, an increased demand for uh, a master's degree at the bedside. Um, We're going to see an increase in uh, doctor-prepared nurses uh, being the entry level point. Um, I think we're just going to see a lot more, a lot of shift toward education. And uh, I think that's a great thing. That's good. What tips can you give students who will be taking the NCLEX? Ooh, remember that nursing utopia exists on the NCLEX. Everything you need to know to answer the question is in the question. So remember that don't read into it. No ifs or what ifs or maybes. You really just have to take it for what it is. Read the question and answer the question that they're asking you, not the question you want to answer. There are lots of prep um, materials that you can utilize. You can um, get the Saunders NCLEX manual. That's an excellent uh, tool and resource. And also the Davis question and answer review 
NCLEX manual. Those are just really good tools. And then there's also the board that creates the NCLEX. If you go online and Google NCLEX board, they actually have a couple of questions that they offer a couple of times a week so that they can kind of give you a, a refresher or at least an idea of what to anticipate the way the question will be aligned. What is the correlation between nursing school classroom and actual practical experience? Ooh, that is an excellent question. <laughs> so nursing in the classroom is more of a theory-based concept. You're learning about how things work and how they're supposed to work, essentially. What it's supposed to look like. But as we know in healthcare, anything could happen. So when you're in the actual clinical setting, things can get a little sticky. So when you're in the classroom and you're learning the theory, you're learning again, what's supposed to happen, the basics, the norm, um, or the possible things. But when you're in the clinical setting, the more hands-on approach, understanding that the people are actual people and not just textbook questions. Um, that's for one, understanding that their emotions will dictate how they perceive things. Uh, their backgrounds will dictate how they understand things and their values. So it's difficult sometimes for people to understand that what you learn in the classroom seems like it might be easy to make an A, but when you're in the clinical setting, transitioning that theory to thought and practice is very different. Sounds very accurate. <laughs> so are there any last tips you can give for the listeners? My apologies, it went out again. It's okay. I said, is there any last tips you can give for the listeners? I think uh, one of the last tips I'd like to leave is that there is nothing in this world that you cannot do if you have the desire to do so. I, if you look like me, if you look like anybody else, you can do anything you want to do. You just have to know that it's going to take some hard work you can be driven and you can have passion behind it but if you are considering nursing for the sake of money it will not keep you there nursing or healthcare in general it's a it's a passion that you'll have to develop over time you will have challenges where you will have good days and you will have bad days but ultimately at the end of the day what's most important is that you continue to put your best foot forward. You're authentic and honest with yourself and you do this because it's what you want to do. And the rest will take care of itself. Thank you so much, Dr. Whitney Brown, for joining us. For more education, inspiration, and representation, stay tuned for episode number 15.